Hi, everyone. I am here today with Max Nozuzu, who will be talking to us about uh, being well away while you travel, especially during this time of COVID. But first, let's see. Uh, Max, say hello to the Discoverless community and tell everyone what is your favorite destination and a hotspot you recommend there. Hello, Discoverless community. Um, Max here. Um, my favorite destination, as you would know, I, I have a hard time to stop talking about Italy. I love Italy. It's my favorite that in Japan. And hmm, my favorite destination, I would probably have to say um, Arezzo in Tuscany. Um, what does that say it again? Arezzo. Ah. Arezzo. It's a um, small city town in an area in, um, in Tuscany, Italy. And for me, it has a lot of sentimental uh, value. It was the first time I spent a you know, significant time in, uh, in Italy. I spent about almost a month there, and it really changed my life. So what I love about it, it's quaint. It is, it's a, like a nice sort of central place from which to see different towns. So staying there, we went to Siena. You know, we went to Florence. We went to all the so many different Tuscan towns. And even from there, we actually drove to Nice. So for me, I, what I loved about it was that it was quaint. It was a nice sort of central place from which to sort of discover new places. So nice. Loved it. Well, thank you for sharing that. And now uh, let's talk about Be Well Away. You uh, founded this great um, company, and we would love to hear more about it. Tell us. Yeah, so Be Well Away, um, as the name implies, it's um, the concept is really to help travel be well away. So one thing that I found from my travel experiences is that typically when um, people travel, everyone plans, plans on having a great time, but no one plans on getting sick, right? Right. And if you get sick, very few things, you know, ruin your time more. But usually when people get sick, it's usually nothing major. It's usually something simple, a cough, a cold, allergies, um, a bad stomach, things that if people were home, they just go to the pharmacy and pick something up. But when you're traveling, it's a bit of a challenge because there are two barriers. One potentially is a language barrier, right? So if you're somewhere where you don't speak the language, that can be problematic. But even when there isn't a language barrier, there's a market barrier, just which is simply that different products are under different trade names in different countries, different combination of active ingredients. Um, there's a difference between what's um, prescription and what's not. So navigating that space can be really challenging. And um, for me, uh, my first time in Italy, and I had a, um, I had uh, really bad allergies, and um, trying to find what I needed was problematic. So I said, "Hmm, I have a healthcare background, and I'm having a challenging time. I wonder how other people are handling this." So as I traveled and as I spoke to, you know, travelers, you know, this is a recurring issue. And when I would talk about so this whole concept, everyone would say, oh my gosh, that was me in this country, or that was my friend in, the, you know, so. So really, um, again, the concept is really a, um, an app and service that helps sick travelers match over-the-counter medications from country to country. Awesome. So, and just a little bit, uh, give you some background. So Max has been a pharmacist his whole career, and he also has a medical degree, and so he's a healthcare professional, so is very well aware of um, the medicines that are needed, or even just that need that people need when they are sick, correct? 
Absolutely. And, and I guess most important in that equation is that I'm also an avid traveler, right? So that's something we'd be passionate about. So help bringing something to the marketplace that helps um, people um, really in a more intrepid fashion sort of venture out, right? Help take some of the scary out of travel. Right. And um, yeah, so, you know, when I was doing my MBA, we did a proof of concept site. Um, actually, the first, actually, the first iteration was for Brazil, uh, the Brazil Olympics. We kind of did like a sort of web page, and then it it morphed into um, a larger proof of concept site with you know eight different countries. And um, then we were getting ready to sort of relaunch it again for Tokyo 2020. But as you know, yeah, um, things got a bit delayed. So, but we're excited about the future. Well, that's very exciting. I know that you right now have uh, BeWellAway.com, the website. People can check it out and want to stay in touch with what uh, Max and his team are doing with BeWellAway. You can email them or contact them on their Contact Us section of their page. Um, But um, with that in mind, what are you thinking as far as what is the future of travel? What are you thinking about the current situation of COVID? And give us some thoughts and some insight as how you're seeing it as a not only healthcare professional, but a traveler also. Yeah, it's, um, these are strange times indeed, right? Um, I think it's anyone's guess as to what the future of travel really holds, right? Um, I think it's all speculation, but um, some more informed speculation than others. I think the challenge of this is that it's sort of open-ended. Um, this came on sort of abruptly. And I think, as you know, when this came on, I was actually in France when this happened when this really started to get sort of scary. And I, I know the anxiety that I felt. So it was really anxiety provoking because, um, you know, it happened, it started just so abruptly. But right now it's really still open-ended. No one knows when people will really start traveling again in earnest. I'm feeling comfortable again. Um, so there's so many variables. So everyone's just trying to figure it out. And so the, the future of travel is, it, it's still... Right now, anyone's guess. And as you recall, when we were, because we were um, together at the uh, New York Times Travel Show. Correct. And in January. at, at yes. the New York Times Travel Show, it was interesting because we were excited about all the new concepts in travel, sustainable yep. travel, right? Um, adventure travel, women's group travel. Um, so many really in- interesting um, niche travel and travel groups. and. Um, really breaking new ground. It was exciting and it was really exploding. And then it was uh, clamped out, right? So it's been been quite a challenge. So what are you thinking as you are uh, reading articles, thinking about what's going to happen? Like, what are your thoughts? What have you read? When when are they thinking that this is going to get better, if at all? Maybe in uh, pre-COVID conditions, what are you you reading? Yeah, so, you know, it's interesting because I came across uh, an article. I believe it was in the New York Times or was it the Wall Street Journal, but uh, one of the publications, and it said that um, they don't expect uh, travel to get to uh, pre-COVID levels until 2024. Wow. 2024. Yeah. And, you know, that's the sort of hit, because even after, even if you um, come up with a vaccine or treatments, the logistics of the rollout, certainly, there's going to be a lot of apprehension, certainly. Um, that's going to be, and then really having coordinated policies in terms of, you know, international movement. Um, and then psychologically, when will people feel comfortable? 
right? That's that's really the major determinant, right? Is when will people feel comfortable? Yeah. Yeah, and let's talk about like people. So when people will feel comfortable, I know that uh, for the most part, at least most of our Discoverless community is a little adventurous. They're more in the young young millennial age maybe gen z age that are just gonna hop on a plane and go what do you what are you reading about that what are your thoughts on that well you know um i actually think that in some ways they're at an advantage right because they have that sense of adventure right so someone maybe my age who's a bit older i might be a bit more apprehensive uh a bit more risk averse so i'm really going to sort of pace myself be very careful about which countries I go to and which ones I don't. Whereas um, I think the the millennials and especially the Gen Zers, few things, right? Generally speaking, um, it's believed that because of just how strong the immune systems are, that they, you know, that they so they will um, withstand um, this pandemic. They'll fare better. In it, generally speaking, they're much more. Um, Adventurous, they have that sort of young sense of invincibility, rightly or wrongly. Um, they are budget travelers by and large, so they're going to be looking for deals, right? So um, it's going to be interesting. So they, I, I think that what's going to happen is going to be a layered comeback. So I think initially it's going to be the adventurous, the early adopters, if you will, um, in a post-pandemic world. It's going to, and, and to some extent, even while things are waiting to get settled, um, it's going to be the, the Gen Zers and uh, the like who are going to venture out first. And, um, and they're already doing that. And, you know, you read right now, even with colleges, um, some kids are taking gap years. Yeah. And some of them are taking gap years, yes, to stay home, but certainly some of them are taking gap years to travel. Yeah. You know, uh, and so that's, that's sort of interesting. So um, if you think about it, it's uh, kind of an advantage for, for that demographic because now they get to work from wherever they are or, or go to school from wherever they are. So they don't have to go to a building or a classroom or an office anymore. They uh, can do that job or that work from Italy, China, you name it, you know? It's absolutely. Great absolutely. And they're tech savvy, right? They, they know yeah. the tech tools to sort of, um, so yeah, so absolutely. So as you, uh, as you know, that's actually one of the demographics that we're really looking to focus on is the, um, the millennials and the Gen Zers, because they're going to be the, the adventure seekers. They're going to be the more adventurous. And so really giving them a tool that helps them. So I think you're right. Yeah. They, um, they can work from anywhere. They, uh, are skilled with, with the uh, tools that are going to, um, allow them to be productive anywhere. And so, uh, so yeah, so absolutely. They're the adventure seekers. So yeah. they're really going to be at the leading edge of the comeback. I, I believe, you know, and, um, you know, as I mentioned, um, even now with so many kids taking gap years, absolutely. So. How yeah. do you see this affecting even the travel industry in general? I mean, if we're thinking that it's not to 2024, we're going to feel safe then you've got your baby boomer, baby boomers that are probably not going to travel till then. And so you have this younger community that's going to say, uh-uh, I'm not going to wait till 2024. I'm out. And they're going to go out. So just thinking about how the younger 
traveler travels, how they are more on a budget, how they plan yeah. travels. What are you What are you thinking? Is what are your think, thoughts on how that's going to change? Well, it's it's, it's the uh, impatience of youth, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, they're not trying to wait around. They're, you know, so um, so they will be the early adopters. But it's going to be interesting because in terms of travel, international travel, um, the older community, um, the retirees, yep. um, those more established in their careers in their later years are the ones who are more likely to travel and spend quite a bit of money, yep. right? Um, so they, they, they're going to, um, they're going to wait. And, and because they, they're going to wait really until things are a bit more settled or treatments or established protocols um, or vaccines, there's going to be quite a drop off in expenditures for a while. Um, there's going to be a lot more uh, budget seekers, right? Mm -hmm. So the travel industry is going to struggle quite a bit. So if you're a mom and pop, you know, which really, in my opinion, helps to really make for the really interesting trips, right? It's the, it's the restaurant you find here or the hotel you find here or you know, these sort of one-off unique experiences, they're going to struggle for quite a bit, you know? And it's a shame because they're the ones who really make for a much more interesting travel experience. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, going to be, it's going to be quite a challenge. So, so, again, in summation, I guess it's really um, much more extravagant or much more uh, free-spending travel is going to be curtailed for quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and um, the budget seekers um, are going to uh, go out first. And then the other thing to also keep in mind is the relationship between a visitor and host countries is really precarious right now. You know, um, one of the wonderful um, experiences I always have when I travel is that sense of welcome that, you know, whether you're in Croatia or you're in Japan, wherever, or you are in Kenya, no matter where you are, there is this universal sort of welcome for people who come to the country with an open mind and a sense of humility and want to learn and engage. But one of the challenges, though, is that now a visitor, you know, may be perceived as a um, public health threat, right? So yeah. It's, yeah. It, is, it is a bit of a challenge, you know? So. I think that's a really uh, good point because um, as we read maybe a few weeks ago, uh the u.s passports like not valid anywhere right now yeah <laughs> so I saw that. you can't really travel anywhere right we're not used to that we're used to just going anywhere we want to go right now it's a little tough just recently though uh the caribbean and some of the uh, southern uh countries have been opening their um borders for u.s tourists mostly because these countries need that money from these tourists these countries um, eat and then pay their bills from tourism. So um, that should be interesting to see as well. I actually spoke to a, a friend in Jamaica that works for the tourism board there. And he was mentioning how um, they opened up their borders and they have really strict restrictions to um, tourists, but sometimes tourists don't, don't care. They don't follow the rules. And at this one person, and the times when that's happened, they have seen deaths 
in uh, Jamaica because of uh, the virus and because of those tourists coming in. So it's really important to make sure that if people are traveling, that they're following all of the regulations and all of the requirements that are needed on those in those countries. But just as as we're talking about these countries opening up and kind of just like the rules and regulations that came to mind and just thinking, you know, as tourists and travelers ourselves, we've got to be cognizant of those countries. No, you're right. And, and one of the first rules of good travel, right, is be a good, be a good, uh, be a good visitor, right? And um, all that comes with it, right? Respecting um, local um, rules, regulations, and customs. Um, so, yeah, so absolutely. So that's part of, you know, maybe the golden rule of traveling, right? Be a good right. visitor, right? And so, yeah, but it's... it's um, it's 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 a shame because so many of us travel for that sense of community, right? That sense of of um, you know learning, right? Very few things. It's a hyper learning experience, right? It's, it's it's totally immersive, and it's a shame for those of us who really um, make that you know near the at the center or near the center of our lives. You know, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's it's really tough right now. You know. What would you recommend if anybody is going to some of these countries? Um, what, what do you recommend that they do? Um, obviously, it's wearing a mask. It's keeping Sorry. distance. And so if somebody is like, I, I got to go, I just got to go, what, what would you say? Well, I, I would say, um, you know, now that it's interesting because as you say that, I think maybe one of the first steps is get a COVID test, right? Even before you um, take next steps. Okay. Get a COVID test. Protect yourself. Protect others. Certainly, that makes sense. Um, make sure you're well aware of the rules, whether it's quarantine or no quarantine. Make sure you really understand what yeah. the what's expected of you once you arrive. Right. Um, make sure you make sure you have a good sense of um, the healthcare resources on the ground. Right. Again, no one plans on getting sick. Right. But you know, there are very few situations. That are scarier. So, um, and that's really um, where Be Wellery wants to fit in is that space where it helps helps arm people with information to allow them to stay safe, to allow them to be a good visitor, um, to allow them to um, to know what resources are available to them, and to really help promote um, safe uh, tourism on the you know in these uh, destina- these destination countries. So yeah, so really information is key, right? And that's one of the wonderful things about the times we're living in. That's one of the reasons why so many of us travel because we either through social media or through media outlets or through friends um, in other countries. We connect and we, we, we get kernels of information and then we explore. We have to say, oh, that, 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 looks, that sounds interesting or looks interesting. I want to know more, right? So really um, avail yourself of the resources. Know more. Be an informed traveler. Go in with the open mind and um, be respectful. Absolutely. Well, thank you for that. I, although we don't uh, recommend that anyone travel during these times because it's not safe, but I think that information is very helpful. I think that people uh, will just take or make the decision they feel is best for them. Um, so if they do decide to travel, I think that's some great information for them to make sure that they follow. Um, throughout their travels. So and, and might I add, you know, sometimes, um, unfortunately, people don't, you know, when people travel, 
it's important to be reminded um, that sometimes it's it's not always for pleasure, right? Sometimes right. there are family situations. Sometimes it's work. Sometimes, yeah. You know, if it's an essential worker. I, yeah. I would imagine that people who work for the CDC and some of the other governmental organizations are still traveling. Right. Um, people who um, are in information services that keep our information lines um, yep. going. So, yeah, so whatever your, your reason to travel, because I, I'm not promoting travel at this time, per se, right? I'm making the best decision for me, which is for me, which is I'd like to sort of wait and see and see what happens. Um, but um, we certainly know that others will make decisions best for them and in accordance with uh, what's currently allowed in the, those countries. So, yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much for that. And if there's anything else uh, you can think of that um, Be Well Away or that you want to share for Be Well Away, I think it's a really important time for people to be cautious of how to be safe and how to be well away when they're traveling. So <laughs> like to share? <laughs> no, it's, um, I, I guess, you know, they tell, they, they oftentimes tell you when you're building something, don't build for yourself, right? Right. Because you're not the only user, which is, absolutely makes sense. But yeah, I'm, but, it, but, Interestingly enough, I'm also a, a user. I would be a user of it. So I try to craft something that would um, certainly would appeal to me as someone who's, you know, an avid traveler and certain, but also something that would appeal to others. Really making sure we get the user experience right, we, right. that we anticipate needs, right? Right. And, um, you know, um, I think as we've discussed, the next iteration, we're going to have some really interesting features that's going to really anticipate needs, but really do so um, and present it in a really simple way, not simplistic, but in a way that's easy to use and really is intuitive and, and, and anticipates needs so that people, uh, when they're traveling, can have peace of mind, right? Because yeah, there's nothing absolutely. like that. Well, you have now a section that, falls under like COVID and people, if they want to see if it's safe to go to those countries, anything so, like that? So that's a very interesting, interesting question. So um, our, um, our ambition was to launch for Tokyo 2020. Right. And um, one of the information sections was before you go, the before you go section where um, for the countries that we have listed, you can see um, sort of uh, summarized information in terms of before you go, immunizations, um, emergency contacts, and sort of descriptions of the um, healthcare conditions. Right. Um, but, you know, when we had to put a pause on things, we, we saw it as an opportunity, right? We went back to drawing board and said, okay, how does COVID specifically affect travel? Because you have to, it's the elephant in a room, you have to address it. Right. But it really, um, so making sure we address that adequately, but also um, anticipate, well, okay, what if there was another global um, issue and someone was away? How would they navigate that? Right? What tools can, how can we be of help? Right? Right. What would we, if that were, that were us, what would we need? What, would we, what information would we want to um, have at our fingertips? And also importantly, um, there's nothing like talking to people, right? There's nothing like talking to travelers. And really finding out because they provide the best insights, right. You know, right? They will tell you 
they will tell you things that you never imagined of. They will, they will add value by sharing their experience. So absolutely. So we're talking to a lot of travelers. We're thinking, we're reading, we're processing. Um, but absolutely, yeah. So it's an exciting time. It's an opportunity. Definitely an opportunity for sure. Certainly, well, thank certainly. You. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, now tell me of a place that you haven't been that you would like to go to. Well, that's a long list. Um, one place, so many. the one that top one on One place, oh gosh. One place that I have not been that I really want to go. Oh, you put me on the spot. But <laughs> I will say, well, you know, um, I, I'm embarrassed to say that I haven't been in South Africa. You know, um, um, I am an African. Um, by birth, I grew up here, grew up in New York, but um, South Africa has always appealed to me. You know, that meeting point of the Indian Ocean and um, yes. the Atlantic. Yeah. And so um, it really, um, it's always called to me. And especially um, the Garden Route, the famous uh, coastal drive on the Garden yes. Route. I, I think you and I both share the love of road trips and international road yes. trips. So to be able to drive that coast coastline, um, I think that would be that would be wonderful. And, and plus, I will also say, there's nothing like when you're in Africa, right? There's a there's I don't know, there's something magical world. about it. I mean, I haven't been either, but from what I see, it's just it's another world. It really is. Yeah, yeah, it's another world. And but but uh, I, it's such a a world that has so much to offer, and. Yes. Um, we're looking, and that's actually one of the, the difficulties of the current pandemic is that um, it slowed down travel to Africa, right? And just when Africa um, and the countries within were experiencing real, a deeper level of interest, right? right? And, yep. and this just sort of, you know, brought us to our granite halt. So, yeah. Uh, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see, but um, we'd love uh, for you to come back and continue to talk to us. I think that we'll have to invite you more often, given the situation that we're in and your extensive research all the time. Of, <laughs> of health. Well, I'm an avid tra- Yeah. Well, yeah. you know. So you I'm, for sure have to come back and talk to us again. I'm happy to share with the, with the little that I know. And um, thank you for inviting me and uh, thank you to discover this community. Thank you, Max. This was lots of great information. Thank you very much. I think it's important during these times. So this is very, very helpful. We look forward to what's to come with Be Well Away. And at the same time, we look forward to having you again on our show. Um, and to all of our listeners, if there's any questions you have for, for Max or any ideas or anything you'd like to uh, let him know, you can contact him at bewellaway.com in the contact us section. And for uh, Discoverless, as you know, Discoverless wants to engage with you as a traveler. So if you have any ideas or any questions that you would like for me to answer during the podcast, make sure to email me at I want to travel at discoverless.com. That's I want to travel at discoverless.com. And thank you for listening. And thank you, Max. Thank you.